0: Uh, have more fun joined hot schedules back in uh, about two years ago 2016, yeah. and then eventually took over as CEO uh, more recently call it tw- mid 2017. now they're serving over 160,000 restaurant locations across over 3500 concepts think Wendy's young brands, you know McDonald's things like that. Uh, they've raised north of 20 million bucks, but more importantly, they're profitable so they don't have to IPO they don't have to raise more capital uh, you know they're growing caught about 20% year over year, currently doing uh, about a $100 million run rate, 110% net dollar retention. Under that metric, you've got about 90% gross dollar retention annually. So healthy economics, payback periods, all healthy, less than 12 months. And quite frankly, sometimes less than two, three months, depending on the cohort. 600 people based across remote locations, again, helping restaurants manage their businesses more effectively. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Mike Arendt. He serves as the CEO currently of Hot Schedules. Before being named CEO, he joined the company in 2016. That was October 2016, focusing on implementing key leadership changes to support innovation and growth at the company. Other previous roles include senior advisor at Silver Lake, executive VP for SAP, and senior vice president and general manager at Ariba. Mike received a BA in economics from John Hopkins and his MBA from George Washington University. Mike, are you ready to take us to the top?
1: I'm good, Nathan. How are you? I
0: am doing well. All right, walk us through the company as best you can because you have many product lines. Uh, who are you serving, and what's the company do?
1: Yeah, so we are the leading cloud-based intelligent operating platform for restaurant management. So what does that mean? We're the actual backbone that runs the restaurant. When you think of two-thirds of all spend in the restaurant are on people and product, that's what we do, right? We have a platform that allows the back of the house to run efficiently and effectively. We're in hundred and sixty thousand locations. Uh, 60 countries, 35,000 different concepts, and we have 3 million team members that are connected to our network.
0: And what does that number mean? So when you, I think you said 35,000 concepts or 3,500 concepts. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, so you think about Chick-fil-A and McDonald's and Yum, right? They have a lot of different locations. So we count Yum and McDonald's as one concept, but we have 160,000 locations when you look at all of our customers together.
0: Got it. So we could take the 160 divided by the 3,500 and assume each kind of brand has on average 46 locations with you.
1: Yeah, roughly. And some, we work across the entire barbell. So, we work in the local independent space, which is like you and I opening up a restaurant. We have one location or we work with some of the largest brands and concepts in the world, like McDonald's and Yum's and Chick-fil-A, where they have thousands.
0: Got it. And so, give me, I mean, what, what, what do you measure more closely? And probably the better question is, what are your sales more closely aligned to? Selling the logo or landing one location of the logo and expanding?
1: It's a, it's a great question because it depends on kind of where you're operating within that barbell. You're If you're in the local independent space, you're selling to the owner, which is the operator, which is one to two or three locations. When you're working in a large multi- national corporation like McDonald's, which is made up of a lot of franchises, you actually work top down and bottoms up, right? You try to get a corporate mandate, but you have to also work with the franchisees to adopt the technology. So it really depends kind of where you are in that barbell.
0: So walk us through, and I know you probably have this thing cohorted all the way out, probably across dozens of different cohorts, but I'm going to try and force you on an average here. What is the average kind of concept? Would you say pay you per month for your suite of products?
1: Yeah, so we actually sell the products individually as best in breed, whether that's our labor or inventory or operations management, task management, right? That can be anywhere from a hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars, right, per store per month. Okay. The entire suite that could be three to four hundred dollars per month, right? The math adds up pretty quickly when you think about the locations that we have, and we have a good land and expand model, right? We have some core assets that, right, we can land into a, a location or a concept that's having a, a difficult time optimizing their labor. We help them do that and then they broaden their footprint with us uh, with the other modules that we offer in the back of the house. The the biggest thing to understand kind of in the restaurant space is the technology is really fragmented, right? There's yep. hundreds of companies that are providing just one little part of the kind of the solution. We believe that you have to have actually a platform in place because restaurateurs are looking to sacrifice functionality for simplicity. Uh, And in order to do that, you have to actually be able to meet their scalability requirements, but flexible enough to deal with the fragmentation that they're occurring every day.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean, some of the most successful brands have taken a fragmented space and just delivered incredible value. Ones that come to mind immediately are you know, you think about ministry brands, which basically did a roll up and provided this same kind of thing, but focused on ministries. You've got mind body, which is rolling up, and same thing for salons. You're essentially doing this, and and you're hyper focused on restaurants. So I love it. Uh, Just to make sure I understood you you clearly, 160,000 locations, it sounds like kind of the minimum ish price they're going to get in for one of your product lines is going to be around 100 per month. some of them go up to four or 500 bucks per month, depending on scale. Yeah, you got it. All right. Churn. I imagine yeah. you deal and it's frustrating as hell churn in this space because you don't control if a restaurant goes out of business. So what's your churn and how do you manage it?
1: So it's great. So our gross retention is like 90% and our net dollar retention is 110%, which is pretty amazing when four to 5% of our churn is uninfluencable, right? You just said it, they go out of business. Yeah. Um, so you may sell, you may do a great job of helping them adopt the technology, If they go out of the business, they stop paying you. So to have 90% retention, right? even when you're dealing with that, not that's gross, right? That's gross. And then $110, right? Net dollar, right? Retention. So you've got
0: 20% expansion revenue having.
1: When you're in there, you're expanding by locations. You're expanding with additional products that we bring to market. And the cool thing about it, when I worked at Ariba, right? We would always pray that that MPS would just come back greater than zero. When we ran it here, What does right? NPS mean, Mike? It's net promoter scores. Oh, NPS. Yeah. NPS. Do you have more promoters than right distractors. Uh, um, and we ran it here and we got a half a million responders and our score is a 33, right? So people have a huge passion and affinity for the brand. And you see that in terms of our retention rates. But also we're the number one downloaded paid app on the App Store. Number three overall paid app in the App Store in 2017, uh, and just great affinity for, right, Hot Schedules provides to that team number. where there's 15 million employees that work in the restaurant space in the U.S. That's 10% of the U.S. workforce. Mm-hmm. They've been somewhat disenfranchised from the technology evolution, and we're just trying to leverage technology to make their lives a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like it's working. I mean, if I take some of your minimum numbers, right, 160,000 locations times 100 bucks a pop, you're north of 16 million a month at this point, correct?
1: Yeah, we have a really good, strong um, recurring revenue model right? We're on a $100 million run rate. Um, we'll be prof- You're past that already? On the run rate for it. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, we're profitable. Um, and right, we're actually growing in double digits on our technology road. It's a good business to be in. I think when we look at it, one reason I joined is it's a massive market, $800 billion in sales, which is like 4% of GDP, 15 million employees, 10% of the US workforce, totally fragmented and antiquated from the use of technology, by right, great affinity for the brand. Um, and we have a great mission. We're trying to serve those who serve others and leveraging the technology to make their lives easier. So It's, it's, good, it's a good environment to be in
0: with us. Tell, tell me again about I've only probably interviewed 30 people that are at run rates north of 100 million bucks. And so growth rates are always interesting at that scale. It's harder to double 100 million than it is to double a dollar, right? So, what did you say you're growing at year
1: over year? So we're actually, if you look at our ARR, we'll be close to 20%, right? Year over year, which is pretty good given how big we are and we're still growing at a fast pace.
0: No, that's great. I mean, if you're at a hundred million run rate today, that's 8.3 million a month. And so take that back to call it, what is that? What would that be? 6.5 million a month about a year ago would give you the 20% year over year growth, healthy growth rate.
1: We've got a good foundation and right. Continuing to build on it.
0: Where is the majority of that growth coming from? Is it expansion revenue across the current customer base or is it brand new customers coming on?
1: So it's both. You see that in our net dollar retention, right? We're able to actually land in accounts, then right, expand them with the different products. We actually have come to market with a, a new platform um, called Clarify. Clarify actually brings together a lot of the different assets that we had independently within the company over the last four and a half years to really deal with the two major issues that are happening in restaurants today. One is this fragmentation issue. Restaurant owners are just—they're tired of it, right? See, so they're willing to, like I said before. Sacrifice functionality for simplicity, and the second thing is, in order to run a really good, successful restaurant, you got to have a great product and great guest experience. And if you do that, you get satisfied customers. Satisfied customers pay more than right new customers. But the issue—it's harder than ever to balance that equation. One reason is there's just not enough good managers, and yep. the fragmentation of the technology is not helping to right, make their lives any easier. So, right, we provide the technology in a way that really drives intelligence and insights to help them run that perfect shift. And by doing that with the platform, it just makes their lives easier. So they're not in the back of the house, right? Dealing with issues. They're out on the floor, right? Driving that great guest experience. That's what it's all about. But it's hard when you got multiple, go into any restaurant today and look at how many different pieces of technology they're trying to
0: Oh, get. I believe it. I I, I believe it. Yeah. The, I believe that your are clarified platform. I mean, you're talking, you're, you're spanning a subset of kind of labor management, inventory, assets, talent, financials, and cash, everything, right?
1: Yeah, and you're, we're providing it in a way that it doesn't feel like a mini ERP, right? We're using what we call an intelligent workflow that guides the manager through their shift. So the analogy that I give is everyone's got a smartphone, but how often do you use it to make calls, right? In the morning, it's your alarm that wakes you up. It tells you what the weather's going to be so you know how you're going to dress. It tells you what the traffic's going to look like so you know when to leave. When you're using Waze, it tells you that you got to take a detour and get you redirected after an accident, right? It helps you stay connected with friends and family. That's the guided experience that we're giving the manager in order to run that perfect shift. Don't worry about all the other things that are happening. Worry about this is the most important thing that you need to do now. And at the same time, don't disenfranchise that team member that just wants to engage and interact on their own terms. Right? When I was at Areebo before, I would talk to CPOs and they would say, I love your technology. And some of the end users would say, hey, I hate it. And they hated it because you were forcing them into a business process when you talk to a team member, someone that works in the restaurant, they'll tell you they love it. They love it because they don't look at it as I'm optimizing the business process for the manager or operator. It's my method of engagement with the restaurant. It keeps, keeps me connected. It allows me to know when I'm going to work. It helps me make money by picking up more shifts. Yep. So it's a totally unique model where you're driving value to all the different constituents without disenfranchising any of them. Okay, Top
0: Drive. many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use PostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Talk to me more kind of maybe about how you're onboarding new customers. What's your fully weighted CAC
1: today? Yeah so we pretty we have a good LTV to CAC right it's 4 to 5 so depending on where we are in terms of that barbell really influences how quickly someone can get started right if you are a local independent you're right non integrated from a point of sale perspective right you could call us today and we'll have you up and running tomorrow if you're a more sophisticated right mid market concept that has 30 to 75 different locations or a national right concept it takes a little bit longer you have more integration points but we start taking out some of that complexity as we put the platform in place, because you're dealing with us instead of dealing with eight to nine other vendors.
0: Yep. Sometimes I've, I've met companies even at scale where their lifetime value to CAC ratio is actually really healthy. The problem is the payback period way too long and the LTV to CAC actually lies to you, right? Because you have a huge yeah. cash gap issue. What do you optimize your payback period for no matter which cohort you're, you're pursuing?
1: Yeah. So when we think about that, it's all about how quickly we can actually drive value for the customer. So for them, they get value pretty quickly with our labor solution, that which then allows them to think about the other solutions they want to adopt within Clarify, because that's bottom line savings. Okay, one to two percent labor savings within the first one to two months of using our application. And once again, when you think about two thirds of all spend in a restaurant is on labor and inventory, we help them on the labor cost and the food cost. Right, they get a quick payback, which allows them to spend more money with us in terms of broadening out the platform.
0: What does that mean though for your payback there? Are we talking like four months, six months, 12 months? It
1: depends really on where you are in that right uh, barbell, right? We have some that are within two to three months. Okay. Some that are upwards to more like 12 to 15 months, depending on where you play in that barbell.
0: Okay. Obviously payback period, you can get more or less aggressive with that based off your, your, your kind of access to capital. Walk me through quickly the fundraising history of hot schedules Is a bootstrapped or have you raise capital?
1: Yeah, so Hot Schedule, CPG Growth is the lead investor in Hot Schedules they've been in, right, just over five years. They're great partners to work with. They see the value. They had the thesis of coming into the business of, right, the fragmentation, the importance of creating the platform in the back of the house we are set from a capital perspective. We're big believers that you can go grow revenue profitably as we continue to scale. So you're profitable today? Yeah, we're we're profitable in 2018. Oh, great. And right. It allows us to think about the the next level of growth. It's given the fragmentation, there's a roll-up strategy to happen, whether we're the ones driving it or someone else. I mean, that's
0: That's why I asked by the way, right? So, so I think you raised about 20 million to date, correct?
1: Well, no, we, over the years, there's been more that have been raised. We're not going to kind of disclose what that is today, but right yeah. there's the, the investors have been in the business for the last right four and a half, five and a half years. They're really uh, supportive of what we're doing. Uh, there's a long roadway ahead of us when you runway ahead of us. When you think about, hey, there could be upwards to 800,000 restaurants in the US. We have 160,000 globally, 10 million globally to go after, but there's still a lot of runway. Yeah. And what year was the company founded in? So it was brought together by four or five different companies, hot schedules, which is the core labor part was founded almost 20 years ago, but right. Bringing the companies together was formed in 2013,
0: 2013. Okay. So call it maybe 2000, the first thing, and then kind of a mini roll up in 2013 with some other products brought in.
1: Yeah. We brought in from a labor, from an inventory, from a task management, and then spent the last two years really bringing those, uh, um, solutions to market together as a unified platform.
0: And what, um, what's the team size today and where are you guys based
1: so we have 600 employees. We're in Austin. We're in Atlanta. We're in Denver and San Francisco. We have an office in Shanghai. One in Sydney. Um, we have a good footprint across the globe. So
0: all over the place. Yep. Uh, last question here before we wrap up with the famous five. Um, when you think about growth uh, and you think about, you know, the the I think there's a huge opportunity in this space for a roll-up strategy, right? Because it's so fragmented. How do you, you you probably have so many options? How do you keep yourself sane? How do you decide what to focus on in terms of what your next M and A deal is?
1: Yeah, so for us, what we think is we've done a pretty good job of creating this platform that's really focused on people, product, and operations. We now look for right opportunities to add to that, whether it's specific functionality that we can right, enhance within our platform. We don't think it's uh, at the right time. It could be um, from a, a customer uh, acquisition perspective where you can start taking customers and sunsetting other people's technology, or you can look at it from, hey, there's specialty speciality that we don't have maybe in safety and compliance that could be added to it. So there's lots of different ways we think about it. We, we just know right now running our core business is key for our customers and we don't want to like, take our eye off the ball. Uh, that's the most important thing for us.
0: Right? Yeah, Yep. Yeah. You're not right now considering a sale to any bigger private equity from like a Vista equity, are you?
1: No, we're good. We're, we're happy where we're at. We're bringing Clarify to market. We feel good about um, the opportunity is ahead of us um, and continue to just try to execute every day. Um, that, that's what our customers want from us.
0: When you look at traditional size in terms of IPOs in the space, you certainly meet most of those metrics. you I assume, made a conscious decision not to do that. Walk me through that thought process.
1: Yeah, I think right now we think in the private market, there's opportunity for us to continue to grow and scale the business. That's what we want to be focused on. We don't want to be focused on kind of externally um, kind of some of the uh, uh, complexity that comes in the public markets right now. We're really just focused on our running our business and doing the best that we can with our customers.
0: Yeah. Mike, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: I just read Measure What Matters by John Doerr, which is very good.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: Um, I've always been a, a big fan of uh, Bill Gates and what he did with Microsoft and uh, how he constantly was uh, transforming that company to, to the very end before he left.
0: number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business?
1: Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Salesforce, I'm in it every day and it drives a a lot of our customer experience.
0: Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: Not as much as I would like, probably more like six and a half
0: to seven. Okay, not horrible, and what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, Married with three daughters, they keep me busy. Three, you're outnumbered, man. I know, and a female dog. So, Uh, all right, Mike, and how old are you? I am forty-six. Last question: What does your twenty-year-old self knew?
1: Um, have more fun. (laughs) <laughs> Guys,
0: there you have it. I think he's having fun, though. Uh, have more fun. Joined Hot Schedules back in uh, about two years ago, 2016, yep. and then eventually took over as CEO. Uh, more recently, you call it tw- mid 2017. Now they're serving over 160,000 restaurant locations across over 3,500 concepts. Think Wendy's, Yum brands, you know McDonald's, things like that. Uh, they've raised north of 20 million bucks, but more importantly, they're profitable, so they don't have to IPO. They don't have to raise more capital. Uh, you know they're growing. caught about 20% year over year, currently doing uh, about a $100 million run rate, 110% net dollar retention. Under that metric, you've got about 90% gross dollar retention annually. So healthy economics, payback periods, all healthy, less than 12 months, and quite frankly, sometimes less than two, three months, depending on the cohort. 600 people based across remote locations, again, helping restaurants manage their businesses more effectively. A lot lot of this happening through their mobile app as well. Mike, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.